everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health Radio on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And we are just excited to be in the studio today talking about health freedom. Oh, I'm excited about this one. Now, if you have been listening for a while, you know that we have taken a small break from recording in the studio, but I am excited that we are back in here. We are here to bring you new content. There's a lot to talk about. Health is the topic right now, and it has been, honestly, for the past year, and it should have been for a very long time. So if you weren't focused on it before, you're definitely thinking about it now, and that's a beautiful thing. It's a gift that we've been given to really bring health to the forefront because it, we need to be talking about it. We were trending before it was cool. <laughs> I went back and I was looking through our previous episodes, and, and one of the things um, was that we were talking about immunity. We were talking about the terrain, ter- terrain theory of disease versus yes. the germ theory of disease. We were talking about, um, you know, just uh, how gut health matters when it comes to your immune function, how you fight things better off when um, your body holistically is healthy. Like everything that we've gone through in the last year, everything that, you know, when it first came out, every trust the science, you know, blah, 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 and all this. But the reality is it, it the jig is up. The reality is here. The science sucks. <laughs> Everything we've been told, like from the get-go, is like, oh, you know, don't take extra vitamin D because it has no significance. Now we find out there's a direct correlation between di- vitamin D and positive uh, test, you know, diagnosis. Like, and, and, and this just goes on and on and on. Like, the whole last year has just been atrocious. And, and my favorite part of this is we haven't been in the studio, and if you think about it, it's just me and you in an empty room. Right. Like, and we sleep in the same bed. So who are we <laughs> going to give COVID to in a studio? So anyway, glad to be back. Glad to be um, doing new episodes. Today, we're going to talk about why freedom matters most in your health. Ooh, that's good. That you have the freedom, if you want to, to smoke a cigarette. You have the freedom to eat at um, Frickers. You have the uh, freedom to um, do anything you want in your health. You have the freedom to exercise, to not exercise. You have the freedom to um, swallow every pill that pharma throws at you. You have the... You can buy one of those rolly hot dogs at a gas station and eat it if you want to. And, and And the beautiful thing about this is you can make your own choices because we live in a free country and because we have um, all these options available to us. But what you don't have is you don't have the right to make someone else's health decisions for them. You can't force me to smoke the cigarette. Right. You can't, and you can't force me to eat the rolly hot dog thing at the, at <laughs> whatever you're talking about at, 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 at 7-Eleven. <laughs> you can't force me to swallow all pharma's pills. No. You can't force me to wear a mask. No. You can't force me to take a vaccine. Right. You can't force me to stay six feet away from people I love. Right. You can't force me not to get together with people I love on Thanksgiving. Right. Because my health is none of your business. Absolutely. My health is none of your business and your health is none of my business. And the the most effective tactic that they've used in the last year is making a human being fear another human being. 
make convincing us that we somehow should reign over another person's bodily autonomy. The, the, the idea that they've given that they've given society these days that a, you should be afraid of your neighbor. You should be afraid of your neighbor's kids. That if you've dedicated your life to, as a school teacher, you should be afraid of these kids that you've dedicated your life to. If you're a nurse, you should be afraid of these patients that are coming in. You should be like, like that, that fear, that layer of fear that they've put over us of, of the other another human being that maybe you formerly loved or maybe that you've always, you know, thought you should just be congenial to or whatever it is, now you should live in fear of them. I mean, that tactic has been incredible. Yeah, it's as if there are people walking around coughing and sneezing on people and the people they're coughing and sneezing on are just dropping dead. Like, that is not what's happening. Right. What's happening, and again, we're not going to go through all the stats but if you go back through, remember this thing had a greater than 99% survival rate. That this this whole thing, it was people with two and three comorbidities who were dying of a virus. Guess what? People with two and three comorbidities already died of the flu every year and pneumonia right. and tuberculosis. Right. Like people would say to me very frequently, well, my friend so-and-so was a perfectly healthy individual and they got COVID and they died of it. And I would say, well, just out of curiosity, what did they weigh? Absolutely. Well, they were, I guess they were a little bit overweight. Okay. Um, just out of curiosity, did they eat fast food? Just out of curiosity. And then by the time we find out they weren't a healthy individual, right. they were an unhealthy individual who was asymptomatic and was living an unhealthy lifestyle and probably had two or three other underlying conditions developing that they just hadn't been diagnosed of yet because their cholesterol wasn't high enough. Their blood pressure wasn't high enough. Their cancer wasn't big enough to be found yet. Like they had two or three other underlying things. Let's not forget that every single day before COVID, people dropped out of heart attacks who didn't know they had heart attack or didn't right. know they had heart disease. Right. Every single day before COVID, people died of cancer who had no idea they had cancer. Right. Right. Every single day, people would go into their doctor for a checkup, feeling fine, and find out that they had a terminal diagnosis of some sort of disease. Right, right, right. That's not new. That is, a, this isn't a new phenomenon. That all of a sudden now, now death is a thing. Like it's that's not new. And then secondary to this, I think, is the other point I want to make before we get into this, because we're again, we're not trusting the science. The science doesn't work. The science has been flawed. This is the same science we're talking about when, when they created Vioxx. They want us to trust the science, put people on Vioxx. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people had to die. What right. happened to them? They trusted the science. Right. Oh, oh! now you cannot trust the science now because we found out that our science was wrong. Right. Same thing's happening with this vaccine. I don't know if you guys know this. Look it up. Check the VAERS database that recorded, reported, Deaths from all vaccines combined up until this year from the early 1980s since or VAERS or sorry, since the yeah late mid to late 1980s since VAERS was on the scene. Right. There's been total, total, listen to me here, 4,000 recorded deaths due to all vaccines. Now, we can talk about whether the reporting on that's accurate, et cetera. Sure. But by the same exact reporting, by the same exact um, system by the same exact doctors reporting the same exact reporting system. This vaccine alone, you ready? Four thousand total deaths from all vaccines combined. Remember, kids get 
almost 70 doses of vaccines by age 18. Yep. But we only have 4,000 recorded deaths in the last few decades. Right. This vaccine in the last eight months has killed how many people reported, recorded through the FDA? Over 12,000. That's crazy. Three times as many deaths have been reported and recorded than what has been reported and recorded of all other vaccines combined in the last several decades. It is not safe. It is not effective. This is a drug, experimental drug, that now has been fast-tracked through approval process and has done none of the same things that any other drug has had to go through to get to the same process, get through the same process and be approved. Right. So people are like, well, now it's FDA approved. Yes, but it did not go through any of the same standards for approval. None of them. Right. They just... You know, it's like that scene from Tommy Boy where he's like, I can take a, you know what, in a box and mark guaranteed on it, but that doesn't change the fact that it's a guaranteed piece of crap. That's right. what this is. They've marked with approval, but it it, ha- it, do- it doesn't carry the same weight. Right. Now, right. it's dangerous. It's killing three times as many people as all of their vaccines combined. It's right. not effective. It's not more effective than getting the, the uh, condition on your own and recovering from it. The immunity does not last as long. How do we know that? Because now you have to have a booster. Right. So you were given the shot. The shot supposedly worked and it's effective, but now you have to have a booster. Wait a minute. What does that mean? That means the first two didn't provide long-term immunity. Right. Exactly. And so now you have to have a booster. Guess what? People who got the virus and recovered from it, all the data from every other country, including ours, is showing that the immunity is long-lasting and doesn't require a booster. Absolutely. That the immunity is not even antibody-based, that your T-cells in your body can fight this thing for years after you don't even show antibodies anymore. And so we say that to say this. We have all undergone one of the largest experiments in the history of medicine. Number one, the experiment was to see if we would buy the nonsense. And number two, they wanted to see if they could get us to comply by wearing a mask over our face. Yep. Because the mask wasn't the issue, the compliance was. Because the vaccine was coming around the corner, and if they can't get you to wear a piece of paper over your face that any one of you could conduct an experiment on and see if it stops the particles. Right. Take a big breath of a cigarette or, or, or a vape pen, put the mask over your face and blow out and watch what happens. You just see the vapors pouring through. Why? Because that mask does not work for stopping a virus. Just look up the, the sizes of viruses versus the sizes of pores on a mask. Right. In fact, some of the research shows that when you breathe through a mask, it creates a rifling uh, effect and sends viral matter out in a stream further away from you. So instead of six feet, it shoots out up to 30 feet. (laughs) Which is, so it's insane. It's insane, but it was all about compliance. Why? Because the vaccine was the thing. Why? Because nobody trusted the flu shot anymore. Right. Profits were down. The flu shot was no longer a thing. Nobody trusted it. Pregnant women didn't want to get it. Infants, they weren't giving it to as much. Kids weren't getting it. Parents weren't giving it to their kids. We have to scare the world with something else. What do we scare it with? 
a lab-created virus that was created in the United States originally out of North Carolina. When it was made illegal to do gain-of-use research, everything was shipped over to Wuhan, China, paid for with our own tax dollars. Somehow it leaked. Let's not get into conspiracies. Let's just go with the facts that somehow it leaked. Fauci's emails, uh, uh, all of this has shown us that, that this virus got out. But what's important is this vaccine and experiment right. on, the, on the public, mRNA technology never to be used before in humans, never to be used for a coronavirus in humans, never to be used for tested properly on animals, never to go through all of the things that it needs to go through, breaks every point of something called the Nuremberg Code. And this is important. Yes. The history of the Nuremberg Code. Dates back to 1945. This was Nazi Germany. This is, so you guys want to know how evil it is. It's actually the same people. What were the, what were the things that were happening in Nazi Germany that the Nuremberg Code was dealing with? It was mainly gas chambers. Right. Right? Right. Like that's the one we know. There was other stuff, but gas chambers were the big one. So, so I mean, that, this, that's an important point here. So the, the Nuremberg Code, it's a lot of people tout it as one of the most, if not the absolute most important document in the history of the ethics of medical research. It was formulated um, over 50 years ago, formulated in August of 1947 in Nuremberg, Germany. Um, and it was by American judges sitting in judgment of Nazi doctors accused of conducting murderous and torturous human experiments in the concentration camp. These were military tribunals. These were the countries that got occupied by Germany who said what they did to us was wrong. The United States and other countries got together and held military tribunals. These military tribunals put these doctors who were conducting experimentation with mustard gas and other things on Jews back then. Right. And other people as well, but mainly the Jewish population. And they were killing them through these procedures. And so they said, this is wrong, and we need to have these guys who are now still alive. They didn't die through the war. All these scientists need to be held responsible. So they they conducted this series of military tribunals, and a good number of these people were put to death. The, The outcome of the Nuremberg trials was some of them were so guilty of things that they knew they were doing and they knew were wrong that they were actually killed for their crimes. Like, that's huge. It, it, it's, a, it's a huge thing. I mean, it, 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 were a huge it's thing. kind of rough to hear, to it's be honest with you, that people were doing things to other human beings, testing things on them, using chemicals on them, causing them to die from inhaling gas and other poisons and doing things in an, an experimentation and do you guys know what the, do we know what the experimentation was? We've talked about it before in our show, the history of mustard gas and the history of who was doing that. The company that was based out of Auschwitz that was doing a lot of this was a company called AG Farben. AG Farben, go, go Wikipedia, go Google, go look who owned AG Farben when they were conducting these experiments. It was an American citizen by the name of Rockefeller who had bought a pharmaceutical company was conducting experiments using mustard gas, which was the first form of chemotherapeutic drugs. They were testing chemotherapy and they were being given human test subjects from the Nazi regime to test it on. 
Right. These are your same pharmaceutical people that are testing on the American public today. And listen, it is, it, it is for the, the first time I remember sitting in, I remember sitting and listening to um, Ty Bollinger speak. He wrote a book called The Truth About Cancer. And I remember the first time I ever heard this. It was shocking, right? It's a shocking thing to hear. Um, lo- there's a lot of resources on this. A lot of research has been done. A lot of books have been written. A lot of people have, have investigated this. Don't take our word for it. Yeah, don't take our word for it. Here, here's the reality. Get on the great googly moogly, you know what I mean? Pull out, pull out your computer, uh, open your, fire up your laptop, get on Google, start looking around. One of the things you'll find is this will be marked sometimes. It can be marked conspiratorial. It can be marked this. It can be marked that. Um, Ashley and I were joking around the other day saying, you know, if you guys have any fresh new conspiracy theories, we'd love to hear them because um, we're all of ours are running out. They're all coming true and we're running out of good, <laughs> good conspiracies. They're not conspiracies anymore. <laughs> they're not conspiracies that they're actually, um, you know, there's conspiring to remove your medical rights. Right. Right. And that's the big conspiracy. We don't necessarily believe that they're trying to kill everybody. I don't I don't know what the purpose is. Right. They're doing a really good job of killing everybody with pharmaceuticals. Sure. But I don't know that there's that's their goal. Right. Like just just again, and I don't we take more drugs than ever in history. Right. We have more spent on healthcare than ever in history. Right. We're treating cancer, heart disease, diabetes more than ever in history. Absolutely. Yet we have more cancer, diabetes, et cetera, heart disease than ever in history. And we're ranked dead last. When it comes to health. So when we when we say it's not working, we don't mean that like necessarily the drug companies are doing this purposefully. It's just that they haven't repented of the error of their ways yet and turned around and tried to actually make people healthy. Right. They're continuing to try to poison people back in health. And we're just standing here saying it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And not only does it not work, but now they're skipping the whole by the process of testing things properly, quote unquote, properly. Right, right. right. And they're going straight to fast tracking vaccines that haven't been tested properly and that we now know in the first few months are killing three times as many people as all the vaccines combined. Right. And then this goes against everything that the whole Nuremberg trials were all about when it came to testing people. So I'm just going to read through a couple of these points. And, and, and as the foundational piece of it, these this Nuremberg trial, these documents that we came up with, they served as the blueprint for today's principles that ensure the rights of subjects and medical research. Currently, right now, we are the subjects. Your, Hippoc- medical, your Hippocratic Oath is based on these. Right. Your Hippocratic Oath starts with first do no harm. When you bypass all proper procedures and medical research, you become you become the lab rat. You become the medical research. You become that person. That's where we're sitting at right now. Absolutely. So the Nuremberg Code, it's, it's long. It's lengthy. You can go through each one of the 10 points and read through them, and, and they're wordy. We've summarized them for you. The first point of the Nuremberg Code says, number one, you have to have voluntary informed consent. Okay? That means you have to agree to what you're being tested on and you have to have full, you have to give consent knowing fully what um, you're being subjugated to. So, that being said, because the vaccine did not go through normal procedures, because it's um, uh, experimental up until just recently, 
When you got vaccinated, if you asked for something called a vaccine package insert, Mm -hmm. there's a piece of paper that's folded up with every vaccine. I recommend that if you ever get a vaccine, first of all, I don't recommend you get vaccinated, but if you do get one, I recommend that you grab the package insert and read through it before, which will take you at least several days. So if you go into the doctor's office and they say, hey, you're due for your annual flu shot or right. blah, blah, blah. I stepped on a rusty nail, you get tetanus. Say, I'd like to see the vacu- the package insert and I'd like to go home and read it and I'll be back in a couple of days. Read the whole package insert right. and if it doesn't scare you to death. Well, here's the problem. When you got a COVID uh, vaccine package insert, it was blank. They still put it in there. It had the title of the vaccine on but when you unfolded it, there was no MSDS. There was no... That that's medical safety data sheet. There was no MSDS in there. There was nothing. Why? Because they didn't know. They don't know. Right. They don't know what it does. They don't know what it causes. They don't know what the long-term effects are. They don't know what the short-term effects are. They don't know what the, the effects were on animals. They don't know any of that. Why? Because they didn't do all of the proper testing. Absolutely. So the first... When anybody says, oh, you know, but it's gone through testing, whatever, there is no MSDS sheet on it. Not until just recently. I could be wrong right now because they fast-tracked it. They may have printed one up. But every package insert, people pulled them out. They took pictures of them. They're blank. They literally put a blank, folded-up piece of paper in there. That's crazy. Why they did that, I don't know. (laughs) Because that should have been your first clue, literally. That should have been your first red flag, is that the Nuremberg Code says voluntary informed consent not only did they not give you informed consent because there's no MSDS and they buy it and they skipped all this process, but there was talk about it not being voluntary. There's talk about, should we mandate vaccines? What do you mean? Should we mandate vaccines? That is illegal, right? You can't right. mandate someone get chemotherapy. If they have cancer, you can't mandate that someone take high blood pressure medication. If they have high blood pressure, you can't mandate that someone gets off their butt and loses weight. If they're obese, right? You can't mandate vegetables. You can't mandate anything. I don't even care if it's going to harm somebody else. You can't mandate it. Right. It's illegal. Right. It's illegal to do it. And it's illegal to make laws to make it legal. Right. It goes against our bodily autonomy. It goes against your freedom. It goes against your rights as an individual. And it breaks point number one of the Nuremberg Code. And the amount of people who are sitting right now in this moment in time absolutely terrified of losing their jobs, losing their livelihood, losing their work, everything that they've built their life up until this point. teachers, airline pilots. Bus drivers. Professionals and their industry. The amount of professionals that we've had reach out to us in the past few weeks saying, I do not want to get this vaccine. We've had personally hundreds of them reach out to us. Right. But I feel like I have no choice. That does not feel like voluntary consent. When you're going to lose your livelihood, when your kids aren't going to be able to eat anymore because you don't want to receive a vaccine. And so you feel under duress that you have to receive it. It's called coercion. Right. It's medical rape is what it is. It's medical. I know this is heavy today, guys. I I wish we could get on here and laugh. I wish we could have some fun and health because you you guys know us. You've listened to us. We love having fun. We love talking about health. We like not taking health so serious sometimes and bringing some fun into it because we have to live. Right. But right now we have to live. Right. And we're being subject to something that threatens the very freedoms you have in your health. 
And listen, freedom is a universal principle. Whether you're someone or you're, you're someone who personally got vaccinated or you're someone who has family members that you love that got vaccinated, I'm in that position. I have family members that I love that got vaccinated. What, whatever position that you're in, you want medical freedom. We want the we want the freedom to sound like nuts to some of our absolutely. other family members. Some of them think we're crazy. That's fine, right? We're not for everyone, and we're okay with that. We're okay. We're we not just for want everyone. the freedom to not be for everyone. Exactly. And at some point in time, there will be something that they will, that will encroach that you will say, no, 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 no. Enough is enough, and now I want to draw the line. So the point the point of this is is that is that everything throughout history the, the people on the right side of history have never been the people that are forcing other people to do something that they don't want to do. Never. Never has that been the case. No. Okay? It's all, the the freedom of choice the the autonomy the freedom of choice has always that has always been the the side that has been the winning side the right side that has been do, trying to do the right thing. And at some point in time whether you're pro vaccine or not, at some point in time if you're if you're for if you love masks, if you love vaccine, at some point in time, there will be something of yours that is going to be encroached upon because the trend right now yeah. is that there is, there's no more rules. Yeah, even if you took the vaccine, you think it's the right thing to do. If you don't stand up for bodily autonomy and medical freedom now, then what's going to happen is you're going to walk into your doctor's office. So there's already 300 vaccines in the pipeline right now that are for all kinds of different things. They have blood pressure vaccines coming out. And, and, and which is nonsense because every study out there shows exercise, lose weight. Absolutely. You know, there, there are some other scenarios. I think chiropractic is a great answer to those. I've had people who exercise, lose weight. They still have high blood pressure. They get adjusted. Their blood pressure starts to regulate Absolutely. because they actually have a problem with their nervous system. That being said, you don't stand up against the vaccine being mandatory right now. You don't stand up for bodily autonomy right now. You don't stand up for medical freedom right now. Two years from now, you walk into your doctor's office, they take your blood pressure, it's high. They don't even take it properly um, because they don't right now. Right. That's a different subject. But you have high blood pressure and they go, oh, you need your blood pressure vaccine today. Right. right. I don't want a blood pressure vaccine. Well, you don't have a choice in that because now if you have a medical condition or you don't and you might end up sick with something in the future. Right. We have to vaccinate you and you no longer have bodily autonomy and medical freedom to make that decision. We're the doctors. We're smarter. Right. The pharmaceutical, trust the science, trust the science. They studied it. They came up with the answer and here's what it is. You have high blood pressure. You get a vaccine every year from now on. Right, right. Oh, your, your kids, your kids, because now we're living in the hypothetical, right? We're living in, we, we've, they've introduced this concept. This, this concept has been introduced in society that you can be asymptomatic, that you can actually not have a disease, but have the disease somehow. And so now we're living in make-believe land. So you can go in. So at some point in time, you take your kids in the doctor and the doctor says, Hey, your kid needs to have this. You no longer have a choice. So we didn't even get past point one. <laughs> I'm going to read through the other nine and I want you guys to spend yes. some time thinking about these. Number two, they're supposed to be fruitful result for the good of society. I don't think we've proved that this vaccine has done that. In fact, we just said it's killing three times as many people as all other vaccines combined. Number three, prior experimentation on animals and prior knowledge of the problem. Obviously didn't have that. Four, avoidance of unnecessary physical or mental injury. Well, I think we've proved over the last year there's been more um, oh, suicides oh, and more... More mental injuries and, and just just the stress of should I get vaccinated, should I not give it's 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 presenting so many problems. Number five, banning of a known lethal or 
disabling procedure. Um, so we already know that this is more lethal than every other vaccine, Absolutely. and we haven't um, banned it. Number six, degree of risk should exceed the benefits. Oof. So here's the thing. You're getting vaccinated for something that has a 99.4 or 6% survival rate. I mean. What are you talking about benefits? There are no benefits. Right, right. Number seven, proper preparation and proper facilities to prevent injury or death. Well, the more people are dying than from any other vaccine ever in history, so that's not happening. Eight, performance of experiments only by scientifically qualified persons. Oh, oh you mean the person at CVS that started working there last week that's going to give you the jab? Right, right. Don't think they're qualified. Right. Number nine, participants may freely end the experiment at any time. Can you end the experiment at any time? Right. Unfortunately, you can't reverse a vaccine, especially once it you know, when it contains adjuvants and things that are in your body forever. Right. That being said, we can't end this if it becomes mandatory. Absolutely. So you will lose your freedom to end the experiment. And number 10, experiments must stop if it proves to be too dangerous. And that has not happened. Right. So we come before you guys to say, just to say, your freedom matters most Absolutely. in your health autonomy matters. We need to stand together for health freedom. We need to stand, you know, there's an organization actually called stand for health freedom. And I would encourage you guys to go to that website and check Absolutely. it out, support it, support Ohio advocates for medical freedom, support anyone who supports freedom anyone, in any, any way, business. shape or form, especially when it comes to your health. Right. We love you guys. We love you because you love the things we love. You love health. You love freedom. You love this country. And you love your choices. We're going to keep talking about this. We're not going to shy away from it. So until next week, this is Ryan and Ashley Berlin on Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.